Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet, and I will be your reader today, the Monday of the 7th of January or the 26th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. We have a new week, and the parasha, or portion from the Torah this week, is called Va'era, and that means I appeared. And the scripture reading for today from the Torah will be Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 6, verse 2 through verse 13. Now, before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. God spoke further to Moshe and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Yaakov as El Shaddai. Yet by my name, the Lord, did I not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them, to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage where they journeyed. Furthermore, I have heard the groaning of Bnei Israel, whom the Egyptians are keeping in bondage. So I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to Bnei Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will deliver you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to myself as a people, and I will be your God. You will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. So I will bring you into the land that I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Yaakov, and give it to you as an inheritance. I am the Lord. Moshe spoke this way to Bnei Israel, but they did not listen to him because of their broken spirit and cruel bondage. So the Lord told Moshe, Go. Speak to Paro, king of Mitzrayim, so that he will let Bnei Israel go out of his land. But Moshe said to the Lord, Bnei Israel have not listened to me, so how would Paro listen to me, I who have uncircumcised lips? 
Then the Lord spoke to Moshe and Aharon and gave them gave to them a charge from Bnei Israel and Paro, king of Mitzrayim, to bring Bnei Israel out of the land of Mitzrayim. That was Exodus 6, 2 through 13. Now from the portion of the prophets, we will read 2 Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 13. It came to pass after this that Avshalom, son of David, had a beautiful sister named Tamar. So Amnon, son of David, fell in love with her. But Amnon was so frustrated that he fell sick because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible in Amnon to do anything to her. However, Amnon had a friend named Yonadav, son of Shemia, David's brother, and Yonadav was a very shrewd man. So he said to him, Why are you, the king's son, so miserable morning after morning? Won't you tell me? Amnon told him, I'm in love with Tamar, my brother Avshalom's sister. So Yonadav said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend you are sick. When your father comes to see you, say to him, Please let my sister Tamar come and give me some bread to eat. Let her prepare the food in my sight, so I may see it and eat from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be sick. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let my sister Tamar come and make me a couple of cakes in front of me, so I may eat from her hand. Then David sent someone to the house of Tamar, saying, Go now to your brother Amnon's house and prepare bread for him. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house while he was laying down. She took dough, kneaded it, made cakes in front of him, and baked the cakes. Then she took the pan and poured them out in front of him, but he refused to eat. Then Amnon said, Everyone, leave me. So everyone left him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the bread into the bedroom that I may eat from your hand. So Tamar took the cakes she had made and brought them into the bedroom to her brother Amnon. But when she brought them close to him to eat, he grabbed her and said to her, Come, lie with me, my sister. No, she said to him, Don't, my brother. Don't rape me, for such a thing should never be done in Israel. Don't do this disgraceful deed. I, where could I go with my shame? You, you will be as one of the disgraceful fools in Israel. Now please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. But he was unwilling to listen to her voice, so he overpowered her, forced her, and lay with her. Then Amnon loathed her with very intense revulsion. Indeed, the hatred that he hated her with was greater than the love in which he had loved her. So Amnon said to her, Get up, get out. But she said to him, No, sending me away is even a greater evil than the one you have already done to me. But again he would not listen to her. Then he called his servant that attended him and said, Get this woman away from me now and bolt the door after her. Now she had on her long-sleeved garment, for with such robes the king's virgin daughters used to be dressed. 
When his attendant took her outside and bolted the door after her, Tamar put ashes on her head and rent her long-sleeved garment that was on her. She laid her hand on her head and was crying aloud as she went away. Then her brother Avshalom said to her, Has Amnon, your brother, been with you? So no, my sister, keep quiet. He is your brother. Don't take this thing to heart. But Tamar remained desolate in her brother Avshalom's house. When King David heard about all these things, he was very angry. Avshalom did not say a word to Amnon, either good or bad. For Avshalom hated Amnon because he had raped his sister Tamar. It came about after two full years that Avshalom's sheep shearers were at Baal Chatzor, which is near Ephraim, and Avshalom invited all the king's sons. Then Avshalom came to the king and said, See now, your servant has sheep shearers. Please let the king and his servants come with your servant. But the king said to Avshalom, No, my son, let's not all go. We don't want to be burdensome to you. Though he urged him, he would not go, though he blessed him. Then Avshalom said, If not, then please let my brother Amnon go with us. Why should he go with you? the king said to him. But when Avshalom pressed him, he let Amnon go with him, along with all the king's sons. Then Avshalom commanded his young men, saying, Now watch Amnon until his heart is merry with wine. When I tell you, strike Amnon, then put him to death. Have no fear. Isn't it I who commanded you? Be strong. Be sons of valor. So Avshalom's young men did to Amnon as Avshalom had ordered. Then all the king's sons got up, each mounted his mule, and fled. While they were on the way, a report came to David, saying, Avshalom has killed all the king's sons, and not one of them is left. Then the king stood up, rent his clothes, and lay on the ground, and all his courtiers were standing by with their clothes rent. But Yonadav, son of David's brother Shimea, said in response, My lord must not think that they have killed all the young men, the king's sons, for only Amnon has died. For from Avshalom's mouth this has been determined since the day he raped his sister Tamar. Now therefore, my lord the king must not take the report to his heart, thinking that all the king's sons are dead, for only Amnon is dead. Meanwhile, Avshalom had fled. When the young watchman lifted up his eyes and looked, behold, there were many people coming down the road behind him on the hillside. Then Yonadav said to the king, The king's sons have just arrived. It's just as your servant has said. As soon as he finished speaking, behold, the king's sons arrived. They lifted up their voices and wept, and also the king and all his courtiers wept very bitterly. But Avshalom fled and went to Talmai, son of Amihud, king of Geshur. David mourned for his son every day. So Avshalom fled, went to Geshur, and remained there three years. Then King David so longed to go out to Avshalom, for he was comforted about Amnon, since he was dead. That was Second Samuel 13. 
Now from the writings we will read Psalm 80. For the music director, on lilies, a testimony, a psalm of Asaph. Give ear, shepherd of Israel, you who lead yourself like a flock. You who are enthroned upon the Krovim, shine forth. Before Ephraim, Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up your might and come to save us. O God, restore us, make your face shine, and we will be saved. Lord Svaot, how long will you be angry with the prayer of your people? You have fed them the bread of tears and made them drink a measure of tears. You make us a contention to our neighbors, and our enemies mock as they please. Elohei Svaot, restore us and make your face shine, and we will be saved. You pulled out a vine from its rhyme. You drove out nations and planted it. You cleared a place for it, and it took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its branches to the sea and its shoots to the river. Why have you broken down its fences so all who pass by the way pick its fruit? A boar from the forest ravages it. Whatever moves in the field feeds on it. Elohei Tzvaot, please return. Look down from heaven and see. Now take care of this vine, the shoot your right hand planted, the sun you strengthened for yourself. It is burnt with fire. It is cut down. They perish from the rebuke of your face. Let your hand be upon the man of your right hand, the son of man you made strong for yourself. Then we will not turn away from you, Revive us, and we will call on your name. Lord, Elohei Tzvaot, restore us. Make your face shine, and we will be saved. That was Psalm 80. And our final portion from the Apostles will be Luke chapter 8, verse 26 through verse 56. They sailed over to the country of the Gerasenes, which is on the opposite side of the Galil. A demon-plagued man from the town met Yeshua as he was coming out onto the land. The man hadn't worn any clothing for a long time and was living not in a house but in the tombs. Seeing Yeshua, he cried out and fell down before Yeshua and with a loud voice said, What's between you and me, Yeshua ben El Elyon? I'm begging you, do not torment me. For Yeshua commanded the defiling spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him, so that even though he was restrained and bound with chains and shackles, he would break the chains and be driven by the demons into the desert. Yeshua questioned him, What is your name? Legion, he said, for many demons had entered him. They kept begging him not to command them to depart into the abyss. Now a large herd of pigs were feeding on the mountain. The demons urged Yeshua to let them enter these pigs, and he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs. 
the herd rushed down the cliff into the lake and was drowned. But when the herdsmen saw what happened, they ran away and reported it in the town and countryside. People went out to see what had happened. They came to Yeshua and found the man from whom the demons had gone, clothed and in his right mind, sitting at the feet of Yeshua. And they were frightened. Now those who had seen it reported how the demon-plagued man had been restored. And all the people from the region surrounding the Gerasenes asked Yeshua to go away from them because they were overcome by great fear. So he got into a boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with Yeshua. But Yeshua sent him away, saying, Return to your home and describe all that God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the whole town all that Yeshua had done for him. As Yeshua returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. And here came a man named Jairus, a leader in the synagogue. Falling at Yeshua's feet, he begged him to come to his house, because his only daughter, about twelve years old, was dying. But as he made his way, the masses were crushing in upon him. And there was a woman with the blood flow for twelve years, who could not be healed by anyone. She came up from behind and touched the tzitzit of Yeshua's garment. Immediately her blood flow stopped. Yeshua said, Who touched me? When everyone denied it, Kepha said, Master, the crowds are surrounding you and pressing in. But Yeshua said, Someone touched me, for I recognized power going out from me. Then seeing that she did not escape notice, the woman came trembling and fell prostrate before him. In the presence of all the people, she confessed why she had touched him and how she had been healed immediately. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in shalom. While he was still speaking, someone comes from the house of the synagogue leader, saying, Your daughter has died. Don't bother the teacher anymore. But hearing this, Yeshua replied to them, Do not fear, just keep trusting, and she shall be restored. When Yeshua came into the house, he didn't let anyone enter with him, except Kepha, Yohanan, Yaakov, and the child's father and mother. And everyone was weeping and lamenting her, but he said, Don't weep, for she didn't die but is sleeping. But they were ridiculing him, knowing she had died. But Yeshua took her by the hand and called out, saying, Child, get up. Her spirit returned, and she arose immediately. Yeshua ordered food to be given to her to eat. Her parents were utterly astonished, but he ordered them to say nothing of what had happened. That was Luke chapter 8, verses 26 through 56. And if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you would also read the second chapter of Ephesians today, Ephesians 2. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. 
I pray that you have a blessed day with the Lord and encouragement and that faith will grow in your heart from what you have listened to. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.